You're listening to The Breakfast Show with Blake and Mon. Hey, there you go, mate. Now I feel like we're friends. Okay, there we go. <laughs> uh, we, I just want to follow up with what Brad was saying. He, we had to cut him off short. He was talking about chocolate and broccoli. And uh, that's not what he meant. A combination that should right. never meet. But, yeah. uh, well, that's what he was saying. He was like, broccoli is good the majority of the time. Chocolate is good some of the time. Mm-hmm. And he was basically trying to explain that the ideals that we're talking about here for the footwear, yeah, that's for the majority of the time. Mm-hmm. That's what you should try and do. But to understand, if you wear some Birkenstocks or some flip-flops at times, it's not the end of the world. Or some like skyscraper heels. I have no idea what those are. Like, so what are skyscraper heels? Like, oh, like they're really so tall. tall. Yeah, I mm-hmm. never wear those. <laughs> I would definitely recommend never wearing those for <laughs> for you for me. <laughs> I don't even think they would make them. They're like size seventeen. Oh yeah. Well, no, don't even no, let's don't. not go down this yeah. conversation. <laughs> We're not going down that road. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a weird road for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, similar to the weird road. Of Greta Thunberg. We've got a bunch of text messages about her. Oh. Yeah, but. Is it text message time now? It's Yeah, it it's is. But we're going to do a quiz first. favorite part of the show yeah. is when we. So this is Mon's favorite part of the show. If you have a text message that you're just like thinking about sending in, this is the time to yeah. send it in. 0491-064-669. Mon is really excited about text send message in, time. Send them in all throughout the show. I just love, Absolutely. I love hearing from our listeners. It. it makes me so warm and happy on the inside. Yay. Like a gooey deep fried Mars bar. Okay, who what? am I? <laughs> We're up to our fourth quiz clue. So this is worth. Hold on, I'm sorry. Five for 200 points. Did you just say a deep fried Mars bar? That's that's like walking death. Yeah. That'll it, kill you. I've eaten one and literally I felt like my arteries clogged up immediately. In the process. <laughs> like, I could feel them closing. Like you had up. a quadruple bypass surgery. I had to eat a whole head, a head of lettuce afterwards and lie down. <laughs> Does eating more help clear it out? I don't know. Yes, yeah. Actually, if you eat, if you do have clogged arteries and you've eaten a lot of deep fried food in your life, actually Chomp eating uh, green leafy vegetables um, and, and almost any plant food um, really and not only prevents it from happening, it actually reverses it. So there you go. Wow. Yeah, it's it, it's like a cleaner for your body. It cleans it out. Have you never seen the documentary Forks Over Knives? Yes, I have. Yeah, there's, they literally have, it's stuck in my, it's seared into my brain. They have an animation where they show how that happens. And it's really, really cool. I actually paused it and took pictures of it and had it as my screensaver for a while because it was just really encouraging. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. So get that broccoli into you. This is a reminder, you're listening to the delayed broadcast here on Faith FM. If you would like to listen to the live show live and participate in the quiz and the prizes and all the other fun things that happen on Faith FM Breakfast Show, then simply download the Faith FM app available on Apple or Android platforms. I just imagine you as like eating like a head of lettuce, but like <laughs> just like while I holding could, the whole yeah. thing. Yeah, lettuce is my favorite vegetable. Okay, okay. quiz. Back to the okay, quiz. Sorry, the distraction. Quiz. So distracted. Um, who am I? My daughter's name is Zipporah, and I am a priest of Midian. My guy. Mm-hmm. This is my guy. Mm-hmm. My daughter's name is Zipporah, and I am a priest of Midian. Zero four nine one zero six four six six nine. Text us your answer. You guess. Uh, also, number to text if you just want to send us a little note. Can I just say? Yes, I want to say. say a little story here. Oh, I love a little story. So Moses is one of my guys. Mm. Uh, in the don't Bible. give away the answer accidentally here now. Uh, did I? Well, you're certainly 
I'm dancing. You're dancing around that age. Okay, I'll hold. Uh, I'll say this for the very end of yeah, the show. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But I want to talk idea. about Zipporah. Yeah, because I like her a lot. Yeah, she's a cool chick. She really is. Was. Yeah. I have a friend called Zipporah. She lives in the Netherlands. So we'll talk about. Is she on the walking thing? Yeah, she is. I know yeah, her. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So she, um, she's in our walking group. We have a walking group, y'all. We have a walking group. Yeah. <laughs> It's a real thing. It's it happens. Thing. Speaking of other real things, what, what real things have people been sending us via text? I want to say, uh, Freco, you got the answer wrong. <gasps> Freco! I'm sorry, Freco. What's going on, Freco? We got a text message here. Intent of body and mind, we are marvelously made. Mm. You have to admit, over the years, researcher, researchers have got it wrong as to what they have been telling the public. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, that's actually true. Um, we got another text message. What's wrong with Shell? Uh, suspected COVID. It's only suspected. Well, I don't know if she's tested, but I'm pretty sure it's COVID. But let's. let's- suspected COVID sounds like a crime. <laughs> like a, literally, she's a COVID suspect. Like a George Orwell novel. Yeah, uh, no. We've got a suspected COVID. We case. think she has COVID. Wow, so, that's terrible. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't think it is. I'll tell you this. I was sick in Thailand. Mm-hmm. Everyone thought I had COVID. Did not have COVID. I was way more sick. I got what's a streptococcus? Strepho, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, staphyl, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Something that was that difficult one. to say. Way worse. I've had yeah. COVID. I got COVID, but that was nothing mm-hmm. compared to strepto whatever the the thing is in the throat. Yeah. <laughs> That yeah. was terrible. Yeah, she might have that. You never know. So I'm just saying, like, it may not be that thing. Okay, mm-hmm. another text message here. Polar bear attack. <laughs> polar bear attack in Alaska. Yeah, sorry, shouldn't have laughed. That's awful. Uh, now I'm laughing about the fact that I laughed, and I feel bad. Okay, bring it together, Blake. <clears throat> polar bear attack in Alaska. Perfect example that guns ownership is not so bad after all. More bullets for the gun lobby. Smiley face. I was not expecting someone to come with that angle, but there you go. Yeah, I was actually thinking about that. Like, it's an interesting thought because the guy was a hero who killed the polar Because the polar bear killed these two and was going after others. Yeah, And then, boom, the big hunter comes in, boom, kills this thing. Mm -hmm. It is kind of an interesting thought, like, like... In that particular situation, uh-huh. in that terrain, uh, you know, I'm pretty sure everyone has a gun. Like, it's a pretty common thing. Well, where I grew up, uh, you're not allowed to do this, but when you go to Idaho, people, everyone, everyone has a gun in the back of their truck. Like, oh, like on the, on you're the driving racks. along, oh, there's yeah, a rack yeah, on the back, yeah, like yeah. everyone, like yeah. it's everywhere. Mm-hmm. Texas is like that a lot, too. Guys walk into the store with a pistol on their hip. Yeah. So it's the problem is the criminals who have the guns. I, the problem is the humans are just it's so humans unbelievably with, stupid. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I've been to America. I went to a Walmart, and I um, was walking through the, uh, the lingerie department, and right next to where you can buy a bra, you can purchase uh, a pink rifle from the gun counter, literally directly next to it. I have a photo. <laughs> With like one meter apart, there's like a rack of underwear <laughs> next to his the gun okay. counter. Karen, <laughs> Karen, you got the uh, you got the answer correct. Good work. Uh, here's another text message. As soon as I saw the arrest of the girl, my first thought was, "Huh, this is a marketing ploy." So this is talking about Greta. Ooh, clever. Right? Yep. There's a marketing ploy. The climate change boys are up to their old tricks again. Let's face it, the only reason she is where she is is because she is being used willingly by the powers in charge of climate change. Someone wasn't fooled. 
Someone it's all due to uh, it's all to do with the coming Sunday laws, yeah. <sighs> the devil. And then he's got a whole bunch of uh, beautiful emojis here, sad emojis, uh, world emoji, money emoji. I don't even know what that is. Uh, I think just triple Z. Maybe everyone's sleeping. Mm. And oh then yeah, the world is sleeping. Yeah. yeah. Laodicea. You know, I honestly, it's hard not to think it's a marketing ploy. Like, because now, because that Cause that article, but that article that came out was by the BBC saying it's not fake, mm-hmm. right? And then you're like, well, it kind of seems fake. And then also, the answer that they give, the police give, is we're waiting for backup. Mm-hmm. Like, for for her, the dangerous Greta Thunberg. Watch yep. out. Yeah. She might know karate or something. <laughs> I was just like, yeah, this is kind of ridiculous. Here's another one. Regarding that story about Greta, isn't that really all most of these climate activists are about publicly? God has called us to look after the planet he entrusted to us, but looking after the planet should never go above looking after the people in it. Amen. Wow. What Very a good balanced. point. Especially when we know that God is going to restore it to mm-hmm. its former beauty. Mm-hmm. Really beautifully worded, and I couldn't agree more, actually. Same. So it's important for us to take care of what God has entrusted to us, but also to recognize that there is a future, a brighter future, and a new creation coming when Jesus returns. Excellent point. And yes, definitely all of these climate activists are about publicity, for Mm -hmm. sure. You can see that happening, for sure. Good morning, Mon and Blake. I was slack for this week and didn't listen all week until now. Oh, deep fried Mars bars. Yum. (laughs) The only thing. The only thing that is deep fried Moro bars. The only Moro thing bar. the only thing better than that is deep fried Moro bars. They're What's basically a, the same thing. I think it's like a, uh, a a Kiwi version of a Mars bar, maybe. Yes. Wait, who that makes sense. This, this is Braden. I knew it. Ah, yeah. Yeah. This makes sense. Uh Brett, you got the answer correct, just to let you know. And then uh Yes, and Sherry, she said, Well, that clue had me going. Uh, and you got the answer correct. I'm not going to read what you said. But Mon Blake, God bless you both from Sherry. Aww, Good work, Sherry. Sherry. You're listening to The Breakfast Show. Contact us on 0491-064-669. Just got another text message here, uh, and I couldn't agree with this more. Quote, suspected COVID, it kind of felt like being a criminal if you tested positive for COVID. Mm-hmm. That is a good point. I, you definitely definitely have some weird vibes if you tested positive for COVID. I remember driving through one of the little drive through places because I had to get tested before I flew. Mm-hmm. And uh, right in the nostrils, I had yeah. a complete stranger just going way up inside of my nostrils. I felt very uncomfortable. Came back. I was COVID-free. Thank goodness. I've had more COVID tests than I can remember because I did a lot of... Um, cross-border traveling throughout uh, COVID. And I have to say, the men were always much rougher than the lady nurses. Really? Yeah, men were... Anytime I got tested by a guy, I'd be, like, in tears afterwards. Anytime I was a lady nurse, perfectly fine. Just a little tickle. (laughs) There you go. That's my little feminist (laughs) moment for the day. (laughs) Wow, I did not... (laughs) I don't even know how to respond to that, to be honest. I am... I'm sorry that those men were put in a position to have to test you. Yeah. <laughs> they were doctors, P.S. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Actually, it's interesting. What's easier, doctor? Like, who? I think probably nurses 
are a little more genteel. Yeah. Than the nurses took care to like really like make sure it wasn't going to hurt. They're like. They gave you all instructions and stuff, and we're going to go to this side, and we're going to go up there, we're going to do this, it's going to be fine. The doctors were like, right, <laughs> I'm up your nose, shove it up. Yeah, that, I never had a doctor do one of those, actually. That's that's crazy, you know. Uh, anyway. I did something similar to that. I spit into a tube once, oh, but yeah. it was for my DNA test. Oh, okay. Yeah, so now I'm in some sort of database, and I'm a little worried about that, but it doesn't matter because... Uh, Jesus is coming back, and there's going to be a new creation. Yeah, amen. You have heard about how they're using those DNA tests to track criminals, and they have used them uh, straight in- up incorrectly. People have been falsely um, uh, charged after having had their, their DNA. No, I did not know that. Yeah, yeah. It came out in the news just recently. They were saying that uh, this is what's happening with that DNA collection, and um, and that some people have, have been um, falsely. Well, I, I, there was a story in the Bay Area in California where they got their grandpa this test and then they found out that he was responsible for like 70 murders or something oh, crazy. Oh, wow. They're like, Merry Christmas, Grandpa. And then Boom. dun, dun, dun. Grandpa's a killer. Yeah. How, how crazy would that be? Yeah. I mean, that's good that those people can be brought to justice, but not so good when you get falsely accused. Because DNA can linger for a long time at a crime scene, and just because it's on a crime scene doesn't mean that you're the criminal. But, yeah, they were, but if you're, mistakes if you're have crime, been made. If, you're, if your DNA matches up with, like, a whole bunch of murders, yeah, true. then we're, we're dealing yeah. with some serious I still want to do it, though. I still want to know just how German I am. <laughs> <laughs> how German are you? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, let's get back into stewardship. I'm really enjoying um, and this this study course. We're doing the 20 million movement, aren't we? Absolutely. Which means that we're going to be doing this for a couple of weeks, the stewardship um, uh, theme. The entire topic. theme is called Managing for the Master Till He Comes. Yeah, This nice. week we're talking about the tithing contract, and we have been talking about the storehouse of God. We've been explaining about what tithe is, what it isn't. Uh, to understand that the definition of tithe is 10%. And this is 10% of your increase. Mm-hmm. So not every week you pay 10% of what you have in your bank account, but 10% of what you've made your profit from before. Yeah. Right. So that's, uh, that is an important distinction as well, too. Uh, and we're actually kind of in the middle of the purpose of tithing. We yesterday read uh, Leviticus 27, verse 30, and Numbers 18, 21, 24. I'm going to read those again today to catch us up. The Bible says, And all the tithe of the land, this is Leviticus 27, verse 30, And all the tithe of the land, whether of the seed of the land or of the fruit of the tree, is the Lord's. It is holy to the Lord. And then Numbers 18.21, Behold, I have given the children of Levi all the tithes in Israel as an inheritance in return for the work which they performed, the work of the tabernacle of meeting. And then Numbers 18.24, For the tithes of the children of Israel, which they offer up as a heave offering to the Lord, I have given to the Levites as an inheritance. Therefore I have said to them, Among the children of Israel they shall have no inheritance. Right? So this money that everyone is giving, a tithe or a tenth of their increase is money used to help pay for the work that the Levites do. Now, the Levites represent the ministry, the people who are in full-time ministry to care for the tabernacle and the spiritual needs of Israel. So the smart way to fund the ministry. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone contributes, and this is the way that the church is funded. Now, because we understand that God is the owner of everything, we see this in Psalm 24, verse 1, that says, The earth is the Lord's and all its fullness, 
the world and those who dwell in it, he obviously doesn't need the money because he owns everything. Mm. But because the tithe is his, he then tells us what to do with it. And that is to use his tithe for the support of the gospel ministry. And therefore, the needs of the ministers are taken care of with God's tithe. I want to just say a little side point here. I have done a whole bunch of volunteer work for the church, and I have done full-time ministerial work for the church. So I've been on both ends of the spectrum. When you have to do a little side hustle, you're volunteering for the church, and you're doing a job to make ends meet, your focus is not entirely on ministry, and it's more difficult. It's doable because I've done it. I've done it for a long time, and I know other people who have as well too. But it is uh, it causes more difficulties when you're basically. I got to go work at a retail store. I've got to go work as a firefighter. I've got to go work as a uh, an electrician. I've got whatever it is that you have to go do. It it takes away the focus, mm. and what can happen is. You're still effective. And, and honestly, my perspective of this is to be an activated local church member is the highest honor that one can have in a church. Mm-hmm. Do your thing, like be a doctor, be a nurse, be a teacher, uh, go and work at the, the power plant, You know, work in the mines, cut trees down. Whatever you do for money, that's cool during the week, but be an activated local church member wherever you're at, whatever church you belong to, to help improve that community of faith that you're a part of. Yeah, and be a witness at your workplace. For sure. Mm-hmm. However, it's really useful to have a few people who are fully focused on ministry in your church community. 100%. And it's worth the money and the effort and the resource allocation mm-hmm. to have those people focused on full-time ministry so that when someone passes away, their full-time job is to take care of the funeral services and to help the family with the situation. When someone has a baby, their full-time service is to dedicate that baby and to draw them closer. When someone has uh, requested to be baptized or to join the church, there's someone who has the full-time focus of helping that person find another person who's actively involved to do Bible studies. Because Just because you cut trees down, doesn't mean you can't be doing Bible studies with people. In fact, you should be. Mm-hmm. Everyone should be. But doing having a person to organize all of these Bible studies, to direct the flow of the ministry at the church and to help be the leader with the focus of helping uh, to direct and guide that church forward is a really useful thing. Mm-hmm. And I, I really support it and I really I want to encourage all those who are thinking about doing ministry. Maybe you're listening to Faith FM right now and you're thinking to yourself, I feel the call. I want to be a full-time minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ. It's a biblical thing to do. And the tithe that we put towards the church, the 10% that we all put towards the church, helps make it possible for people like you who are thinking, I want to be a full-time minister, to be able to go and serve the kingdom of heaven in a full-time capacity. Now, if you're a worker, don't think that you can't serve. Just recognize you got to also make ends meet, and you got to work, and then make time for the Lord as well, too. Just because you're not full-time doesn't mean you can't be fully committed to the kingdom of heaven. So Amen. the tribe of Levi, which is the ministerial force of the Old Testament, they're not given any large properties at the distribution of uh, the wealth at the end of uh, their time in the wilderness. Uh, 
but all the rest of the tribes were. And Levi were instead, all the Levites were instead given certain cities called refuge cities uh, that with an, they had enough land to have their personal gardens, but that was it. And they were then supported by the tithes of others, and they themselves also tithed their income. So they also paid their tithe as well, too. Because some people say, like, should ministers pay their tithe? Absolutely. We all should contribute 10% because as we learn to give our money back, more money flows in as well, too. We become Jordan Rivers of Blessings to other people all around. This is Lauren Daigle first, right here on Faith FM. Before I bring my need, I will bring my heart. Before I lift my kids, I will lift my
First by Lauren Daigle, right here on Faith FM, The Breakfast Show with Blake and Mon. <laughs> Hello. We were, we're learning here. Can we have our final quiz? Clue. Clue. Yes. This is for 100 points. Yes. Who am I? I am Moses' father-in-law. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's why father you were Father-in-law of Moses. That's why you're telling me, don't talk about Moses. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because some people might have guessed Moses, mm. but it's not Moses. Mm-mm. It's his father-in-law. Correct. 0491064669. Text us your guess, and uh, you can be in the prize to win. No, we don't really eat carrots. The plant-based cookbook um, written by Leah James. Jones? Now, we're going to have uh, a drawing for, not tomorrow, but on Monday. Yeah. The producer shell is, we're going to say, prayerfully, back in the studio. Yes, that's right. And can do the whole... Algorithms. That's right, yep. She's a physicist. (laughs) Uh, I want to keep going with our Bible study here. And before you read that, I just want to say, one of the reasons that I believe tithing is so important is because of trust. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Trust is something that needs to be exercised. Mm. So if you want to like go and build muscle, you can't just tell people, hey, I want to build muscle. Like you have to go and exercise to go and build those muscles up. Yeah. And one thing I've learned as well too, because I've been now I've been now working out. I'm a big boy. I've always been a big guy, but I but I have changed in my my strength in the past couple, probably about four months. I've been going to the gym pretty regularly and, and lifting heavy weights, and I, I really enjoy it. I haven't noticed, I don't notice anything other than I'm heavier than I've ever been, which is the opposite of what I thought I was going to the gym for. I thought I was trying to lose weight, but I'm actually heavier than I've ever been before, about 140 kilos now, which is like 310 pounds, I think, in the but U.S. How tall are you? I'm 191 centimeters or yeah. six foot three. So I'm a, I'm not a little guy. I'm a big guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have zero weight on my head. Uh, I'm bald. <laughs> <laughs> big guy, big bald, bearded guy, uh, and I kind of look like a Viking, you know, mm-hmm. uh, with glasses because I'm like an educated Viking. How you look matches your voice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, you know, actually, I've met some people at church, and they're like, "Oh, yeah, yeah, you do look like that guy." And I was like, what guy? And they're like, the Faith FM guy. And I was like, oh, I am that guy. And they're like, yeah, you sound like him. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I know. That's because I'm him. <laughs> so I have gotten that a fair bit. So my voice, yeah, they, my voice does probably sound a little bit similar to, to what I look like. But this whole journey of exercise with me has taught me that consistency over a period of time is far more important than opulence over a short period of time. Yeah. Okay. So, like, one big grand gesture mm-hmm. is not as important as consistent day in and day out gains. Yep. Little wins. The little wins add up. And with tithing, it's the same thing. Tithing once a year or once in a lifetime. Don't like save all your money for the end of your life and be like, okay, I'm saving this 10%. I'm going to tithe it when I'm 60. No, no, no. As money comes in, as increase comes in, learning to put your trust in God, regardless of bills, regardless of expenses, regardless of subscriptions, putting tithe first. That's the really, that's your first subscription is to subscribe to 
a relationship with God. And part of that relationship, God says, do not rob me of my tithes, right? Because when you, you might be saying, how can I rob God? Well, when you, when you are withholding back your tithes, you're robbing God. But God's saying, don't rob me. Don't rob me of my tithes because he owns everything, which we just established. Now, we're going to read Acts chapter 20, verse 35. Have you read that already? No, I no. haven't read it. Now. In my mind, you, I've read it a couple times, and I just want to—I want to have you read that. But while we're reading this, I want you to think about how blessed it is to take one tenth of your income and to give it away, mm. even though it already belongs to God, but to give it away as an act of faith that needs to be exercised, and only through this exercising of this act will you grow your faith. Let's read Acts twenty verse thirty-five. And I have been a constant example of how you can help those in need by working hard. You should remember the words of the Lord Jesus. It is more blessed to give than to receive. As it's almost like an antidote to the narcissistic society that we are like for sure. building every day. It's better to give than to <clears throat> receive. And by growing and developing our ability to give, we're actually preparing. A lot of people don't realize this, but we're actually preparing for the end times. Mm. Right? We are called to be a people who are preparing for the second coming of Jesus. And at the very end of time, we're going to need that faith that cannot be purchased, right? Uh, it talks about, uh, about the end of time. So when those who are faithful cannot buy or sell, there's going to be a time where you can't buy anything, where you can't sell anything. That time is coming and it's coming soon. There's a whole connection of it in Revelation 13 and 14 legislation that will be passed to enforce days of worship that are not uh, that are not a biblical day of worship. We talk about the Sabbath. We talk. We have a lot of people texting about Sunday laws happening all as uh, around as well too. In America, those are actually called blue laws, and these blue laws are something that are already on the books. They're just not being enforced right now as well too. But the reason it's so important is that as we grow closer to the second coming of Jesus, worship will be more and more restricted. We've seen this with the pandemic. We've seen this with COVID, with suspected COVID, as we talked about earlier as well, too. As we grow closer, your ability to worship freely will be more restricted, more and more and more. And so it's so important to develop this trust with God now. And a big way to do this, a big part of developing that faith and that trust is to be faithful in the little things so that you can be faithful in the big things. So faithful in your 10% so you can be faithful with the rest of your life as well too. And so a second big reason for this financial faithfulness is to access the promised tangible blessings of God as well too. So we're preparing to... Get ready for the end of time. The time before Jesus comes is going to be like a time that has, the world has never seen before. And faithful tithing can help to develop the trust that we need to get through that time. It's the little tiny things over a consistent period of time, and it makes a world of difference. So it's crucial for us to have learned to trust God in the moments that we don't aren't required to out of the necessity for our life. So that when we're required to, and the situation gets worse and more difficult, we can look back and go, well, when I trusted God with my finances then, he was able to come through. And so when the time comes that you can't buy and that you can't sell, and that will come. It talks about that when we talk about the mark of the beast and we talk about things that are happening prophetically before Christ's return. Uh, th- this period of time in earth's history is really intense. And so 
we have to learn how to trust God with our finances now when the option is available so that we can trust God with our finances later when the option isn't available. Amen. I think it's important for us also to remember that as part of the tithing contract, God really does promise to bless us as well too. It's a big, large part of it. It's not just like, hey, give me your 10% and so that you can be faithful and get ready for the end of time. It's also so that I can open the floodgates of heaven and pour out my blessings on you in a way that you can't even comprehend. As I wanna, he promises. I, I promise mm-hmm. you pay your tithe. You faithfully return to God what is his, and he will open the floodgates of heaven in blessings. Not always financially, but with your health, with your relationships, with your life, with your situation. God is with you, and he asks, return unto me what is mine in the first place, because I have plans for you that you know not of. This is Wilder Adkins. Leave it there. Leave it right there and give it all to God right here on Faith FM. If the world you withhold of its silver and its gold And you have to get along with me, your faith Just remember in his word how he feeds a little bird Take your burden to the Lord and leave it there Leave it there, oh leave it there Take your burden to the Lord and leave it there And if you trust him through your doubt He will surely bring you out Take your burden to the Lord and leave it there body suffers pain and your health you can't regain and your soul is almost sinking in despair Jesus knows the pain you feel he can save and he can heal take your burden to the Lord and leave it there leave it there oh leave it there take your burden to the Lord Trust him through your doubt, he'll surely bring you out. Take your burden to the Lord and leave it there. And when your enemies assail and your heart begins to fail, don't forget that God in heaven answers prayer. And he will make a way for you, and he will lead you safely through. Take your burden to the Lord and leave it there Leave it there, oh leave it there Take your burden to the Lord and leave it there And if you trust Him through your doubt He will surely bring you out Take your burden to the Lord and leave it there Stealing on 
When your body bends beneath the weight of care He will never leave you then He'll go with you till the end Take your burden to the Lord and leave it there Well, leave it there Oh, leave it there Take your burden to the Lord and leave it there If you'll trust him through your doubt, he will surely bring you out. Take your burden to the Lord and leave it there. And if you'll trust him through your doubt, he will surely bring you out. Take your burden to the Lord and leave it there. Take your burden to the Lord and leave it there. Listening to Faith FM, positively different radio. Are you looking for better TV? Station partner Hope Channel Australia focuses on faith, health, relationships, and community. It's television that will change your life. Visit hopechannel.com forward slash au. That's hopechannel.com forward slash au to find out more.
love that song so much. I do, I do too. That song is off one of my all-time favorite albums, Pillars of Our Faith. It's a beautiful album. and From start to finish, As we talk about amazing. stewardship, mm. there's three things that I want to encourage our, our listeners to remember to be good stewards of. There's mm-hmm. three things. Number one, obviously our finances, right? We talk about uh, giving back 10%, paying our tithe, giving our offerings. Being a good steward is part of our finances. And that's what the theme is for the entire quarter, really, but also for this week as well, too. The second thing that I think is really important to be good stewards of is our bodies. Yeah. To take care of mind, body, and spirit, everything that's part of us. And and when I say mind, body, and spirit, I don't mean that the spirit is separate because the soul, the nefesh, the Hebrew word for soul, is nefesh, and we are a living being. So when the dust and the spirit of God or the breath of life are together, we are the soul. That is a soul. There's two souls in this room. We are souls, not separate souls from our bodies. That's not how that works. A whole Bible study we could do on that later on. The third thing that I think is really important, and this song helps me to remember it as well too, when it talks about remember the Sabbath, is we need to be good stewards of our time. Mm, Absolutely. So our finances, our fitness, and our time. You know, Our finances, our, our personal bodies, and our time, our health. Uh, it's so important that we recognize that the Sabbath is like a tithe of our time. Mm-hmm. Every week we give one-seventh, right, a portion of our uh, waking hours to the Lord. And we say, we're going to be a part of a community of faith. We're going to go to church. We're going to spend time with other fellow believers. We're going to encourage each other. We're going to pray together. We're going to be good stewards of our time and to remember the Sabbath to keep it holy by not working. So six days you shall labor and do all thy work where you gain all that money to then return 10% of it during the one day of the week when you go back to church and you keep the Sabbath holy and it's a beautiful lesson. Take care of your money, take care of your body, take care of your time. Let's read the quiz answers. Okay, so this Who Am I quiz, the answer was Jethro. Aha. So Jethro said, <clears throat> "Excuse me. Now I know that the Lord is greater than all the gods, for He did this to those who treated Israel arrogantly." Jethro was also known as Reuel. So I should I pronounce that? Uh, Jethro was the guy um, who, to ease Moses' burden, encouraged him to select trustworthy genius men genius leadership to serve as judges over the people of Israel. Genius. Uh, he, uh, Jethro Jethro is Zipporah, and he was a priest of Midian, and he was also Moses's father-in-law. So if you knew that answer, good on you. Pat on the back. Um, and uh, if you corrected, correctly texted in the answer, you will be in the prize draw uh, that is happening on Monday to win that cookbook. I do want to say a quick story about Zipporah here. I thought it was very interesting in that story. Miriam makes fun of her for her dark skin, her mm. brown skin that she mm-hmm. has. And the punishment that God gives is leprosy. Yeah, one of the earliest recorded um, incidences of racism, and that's how God responds. That should tell you how God feels about racism. Right. And again, this is probably controversial. I don't even believe in racism. I don't (laughs) believe that race exists except for the human race. Amen. There's different ethnocentrism, xenophobia, of course, the ethnic issues. I'm not talking about that. But when we say race, that's not biblical. We are the human race. That's right. We all come from Adam and Eve. 
from the Garden of Eden, and we're just all different shades, and some of us need more sunscreen than others, especially my ginger-haired <laughs> friends uh, from Ireland with blue eyes. Did you know what? I can't believe I missed burned. this. We were talking about gingers yesterday briefly. Do you know yesterday was International Kiss a Ginger Day? Uh, for real? For real, for I got real. kissed by a ginger yesterday. Oh, there you go. I'm not kidding you. This little... Okay, so check this out. So Joseph and Camilla's little boy, Antoine, right? Yeah. He's a little redhead kid. Oh, is he? And I was over at their house hanging out, and he gave me a little kiss on the cheek. Aww. And I was like, what's going on? National Kiss a Ginger Day! I think you're supposed to kiss the gingers, not the gingers oh, kiss you. But well, still, I that's can't help it. <laughs> it's close. Hey. That's the closest I've been to kissing a ginger for many, many years. Hey, if you know a ginger, give him a little light pick. A little kiss from yesterday. That's that's crazy. Give him a little kiss from Blake and Mom. <laughs> oh, absolutely. But don't give any reference until after the kiss. And then they go, what are you doing? You're like, well, I listen to Faith FM, where we learn to give gingers a kiss. I give a Ginger and kiss day. I'm going to stop talking. This is I Know What Love Is by Melissa Otto. <laughs> I know what love is and I want it. I know what love is and I need it. So when I'm depressed, I get tired. I think that's just the way I've been wired. I know how it speaks. I know how it treats me. I know it's touch and I need it so much I know it's smile, I know the look in its eyes I know that it's patient, I know that it's kind And I need you, love And I miss you, love And I need you, love How I miss you, love I know what love is and I want it I know what love is and I need it so When I'm deprived I get tired I think that's just the way I feel wired I know it believes, I know the hope that it sees I know it will give its life for me I know its voice and what is lovely to me Though nothing stronger it sounds like a melody And I need you Melissa Otto right here on Faith FM. She's great. She's, yeah, wonderful. She's a really, really good artist, uh, amazing voice, and really kind of cool take on different ideas in her songwriting. Really I went appreciate to you. With her. Oh, really? Yeah, just for one year in university. Nice work. Yeah. Mon and Melissa. Yeah. Um, I want to also just say a quick shout out. We're going to give away uh, another we book. Are. Another yep. little giveaway here. Uh, before we do, I want to just quickly just. Give a little context to why the ginger kissed me. He's a two-year-old young man, 
and someone told him to come run over and give me a kiss. So that's how that worked. I'm just sitting on the floor, minding my own business. I get tackled by a two-year-old, kisses me on the cheek. National Kiss Very of Ginger sweet. Day. Very but sweet. the ginger kissed me. And the Bible does say you should greet each other with a holy kiss. So. There we go. So. Awesome. Okay, continue. Okay, we're giving away a book. First person to call through will get a copy of The Giving Equation, Working Out Your Relationship with God and Money by Ken Long. It is logical that if you give a certain amount of money, you have less money to live on, right? That's simple mathematics. But it's also an equation that makes many people reluctant to give. This book provides a fresh way of thinking about stewardship, explaining two different mindsets towards our personal finances, the G economy, and the me economy. Far from causing us to lose out, giving has things to offer us that lead to an abundant life now and for eternity. This book has a unique and logical perspective on giving that breaks down prejudice and promotes generosity. It contains case studies from the Bible and examples from real life. Bible studies can actually um, use okay. it in small groups. Text us at 0491064669 before 9 a.m. You can get this. Brayden just texted us. You mean I missed my day? <laughs> it was yesterday, Brayden. I'm sorry. But you can join us tomorrow morning to talk faith, live faith, act faith, and you will grow strong in Jesus Christ. Right here on Faith with with you till we meet again. For being a part of the Faith FM family. Join our community on Facebook or get in touch at 1 800 Faith FM.